BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Wednesday, April 19th, from our incredible core group of NBA.com journalists. We're joined now by NBA.com Steve Ashburner. And Ash, we got a lot to get into. I know you were in Memphis tonight getting set for that Lakers-Grizzlies matchup. But before we get to that, some news has broken uh, recently about a suspension for Draymond Green. Let's take you back to the Sacramento Kings-Golden State Warriors game. Golden One Center has been electric. And as the Kings have re-entered the conversation in the postseason, uh, they jump out to a 2-0 lead in the series. Uh, but in that second game, the big story came from Draymond Green, uh, who had stepped on King Center, Demanda Sabonis, and, and obviously there's been a lot of conversation about this uh, throughout the course of the last couple of days, days, Ash, because of Sabonis grabbing, holding Green's right ankle after falling to the floor. And Curry's got the board. Green gets tied up. And a technical has been assessed. Uh, Sabonis say, is down. Let me say this. Draymond stepped on him, but Sabonis grabbed his leg first. But um, it did come down after Draymond Green was ejected from the game that he would be suspended one game without pay. I know, obviously, we're going to look closely at the context of this series and the effects that it has, but this is not something uh, that is new necessarily when it comes to Draymond Green, how it may impact and affect what happens in this series uh, for this this era of the Golden State Warriors. So first things first, were you surprised uh, when you saw that Green would be suspended for a game. Hi, Sarah. Um, you know, I was surprised just because I didn't expect it to happen. I thought by, by him being ejected with the flagrant two, um, you know, from a game that was still, you know, in doubt in game two, 
uh, that that might suffice. On the other hand, I totally understand why he got suspended. I mean, if if you, as the explanation from the league said, if you factor in his history of uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, well, then that adds more than just what happened in game two. If you look at what he did once he was actually ejected from game two in terms of uh, antagonizing the fans and, you know, not, not exactly leaving the floor in a timely fashion, um, right. that to me explains also the, uh, the suspension. It's, you know, the thing is with this sort of stuff is it often is the same guys. You know, and just as it was Draymond Green in the 2016 finals when he when he whacked uh, LeBron where he shouldn't have and got suspended and, and may have cost his team a championship, uh, did Sabonis instigate this by wrapping up Draymond's ankle? You know, maybe you've seen the play. I'm not sure what you think, but to me, you have to be awfully quick-witted to fall to the floor spot someone's sneaker right in front of your face where you're worried that it might kick you, um, put up your arms. Okay, then you you wrap, you put one arm on the other side of the ankle. I mean, it just, if it was a, a plot to um, rile up Draymond, I mean, it was incredibly well uh, conceived and executed. But for what Draymond did then to stomp on his chest, and to me, he then vaulted off of Sabonis. I put up a Twitter poll asking people which was worse, the, the, the ankle wrap-up by Sabonis or the stomp or the vault. I thought the vault would get more uh, would, would get more votes, but the stomp won handily, I think about 56%. So, um, yeah, I wasn't surprised. And, um, you know, the Golden State Warriors, I think they know. They're not going to come out and say it publicly, but I think they know that Draymond has crossed too many lines too many times. And um, they're not happy about it happening and hurting, you know, what they feel is a team effort. But that's that's internal first. That's not the NBA's fault. Yeah. And you said it well. You're much more savvy than me putting up a Twitter poll. You need to teach me how to do those type of things. But I, I think there's a lot of layers to it, level, levels to it. Um, and maybe a dirty play on both sides. But you said it initially. Not often do we see in an NBA press release um, that it actually had lended itself to saying the suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. De'Aaron Fox was just awarded, as I think we all uh, expected it to be, the very first ever Jerry West Clutch Award. He has shown that. Uh, you mentioned Sabonis. He's been a stud, but De'Aaron Fox, also what Davion Mitchell has done off the bench, of course, Malik Monk. Uh, it, it's been a group effort. So, on the flip side of things with the Kings, what you look for with these teams and how the series will go, what chance do you give the Warriors playing in game three, one without Draymond Green, but overall in this series? Well, first let me say that I'm glad that uh, De'Aaron Fox won that award. Um, to me, it's a, it's, a, it's a new award. It's not really clear to the voters what they're supposed to factor in besides, you know, this, this one statistical measure of, you know, uh, clutch time in games and, and how players perform within it, clutch points. And and I don't know of any of the other awards that are based solely on one stat. So I hope that the, the definition of that award broadens over time. Now, um, with the Warriors, you know, what did Rudy T say way back when? Uh, never underestimate the heart of a champion. I have one thing to say to those non-believers. Don't ever underestimate the heart of a champion. Yeah! 
That's the truth. Is is Draymond Green their heart? And has that heart been cut out for game three? Um, you know, I don't know about that. I, I think that, that this is an indication, not so much, not, not the suspension or the disadvantage at which it puts the Warriors, but the, the two games already. And, and, you know, that's to me, to the Kings great credit. Um, I do think they're fortunate. They earned home court advantage. So they started these games at home. I think that minimized their relative inexperience compared to Golden State. Maybe we're seeing a window close on the Warriors. Um, you know, it's it's only a matter of time. I mean, they're playing for their fifth title in nine years. It's very hard to sustain um, that sort of thing with essentially the same core uh, for nearly a decade. So, um, you know, if this is the end, they have nothing to, to be ashamed of, obviously. I, I still think we will see a a six-game series at least um, before this thing is over. I think that they will, uh, they will pick themselves up off the mat uh, on their home at their home arena. Yeah, and that's important to remember. I think we've been around enough to know in playoff series that it, it may seem like the momentum has shifted one way, and all of a sudden a team wins a game and uh, entirely changes the complexion of the series. And of course, we know how the Warriors struggled on the road throughout the course of the regular season. So the shift in the dynamic that that will sure. have when they get to head back to Chase Center, uh, stay in in California, but currently in Memphis, uh, the Lakers Grizzlies series has been one that you want to talk about fascinating to see how this will play out. As I mentioned, you are in Memphis covering that game here tonight. And the Lakers pull off a victory in the first game, 128 to 112. And obviously, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, uh, the, the usual characters uh, were as solid as can be. But Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves <laughs> were spectacular. Reeves fakes. Reeves behind the back. Hachimura, three-pointer. Puts it in. Rui Hachimura. Big-time games from those players and just the way in which they were able to continue to produce on both ends of the floor, I think, is something that's been fun to watch. Memphis Grizzlies have been through a lot this season, trying to put the pieces together. And another another one of those uh, added challenges comes with tonight. John Morant has been listed as questionable with a hand injury. He uh, fell in game one, so we'll see exactly what that looks like. But when you look at the way this series is shaking up, uh, how it looks early on, and obviously you talk about championship pedigree with the Warriors, bring bring that with not only the Lakers, but in particular any James that has, any team that is led by LeBron James. What, what stands out to you in the things that you were going to watch for here this evening? Well, you know, after the uh, the Grizzlies practice yesterday, um, which began at least the media portion of it, when we all filed in and uh, immediately locked our uh, our eyes on uh, Morant's right hand and with, whether he was using that hand at all, and he was not. I mean, it it hung from his his arm and his hung from his arm hung from his shoulder like a like a dead fish. And then Taylor Jenkins gave us an update and said, "Well, actually, before you guys came in." Morant had done some dribbling and some shooting with his right hand. I mean, a right hand for a right-handed point guard, you know, that's about like a uh, an NFL quarterback shoulder. I mean, you either are or you aren't uh, going to be a help to your team. Trying to stay with him, Morant inside. Offensive foul. Anthony Davis steps in and draws the charge. So that you know, I mean, that's that's huge. It swings the the series if he is uh, hampered, uh, never mind unable to play. Um, there, there are only so many hits you can take. I mean, if you're the Memphis Grizzlies and you already knew you weren't going to have center Steven Adams or, um, you know, top backup uh, Brandon Clark, 
Uh, and then all of a sudden now John Morant's availability is, is on the table. I mean, that's, that's a tough way to go. And, and I'd have very, very low expectations. The other concern is that, uh, in the game on Sunday when Morant was available, um, you had Austin Reeves and uh, Rui Hachimura, uh, you know, lighting it up for LA. And I threw Jenkins sort of a lifeline and said, well, isn't it inevitable somebody's going to score loose when you've got to attend to LeBron James and you've got to attend to Anthony Davis when they're on the floor for 30 plus minutes. And he didn't, he didn't grab it. He, um, he felt that some of their basic coverages had broken down. They did a poor job in pick and rolls. Um, you know, he also mentioned D'Angelo Russell, who I think had 19 points. They just were too porous. They were too, um, uh, inattentive to the things that they were supposed to do. Now, if they clean all that stuff up, then you might see Davis or, or James go for 40. So, um, I just think there, there, there's so many weapons right now. The Lakers are playing well. Guys like, you know, the role players like Hachimura and, and Reeves have confidence and Memphis is just down. Uh, had you, had you, said that they would have two of these three guys healthy for the series, Morant, Adams, Clark. I'd say this would be, you know, tremendous because the Lakers are rejuvenated and and not the hard, you know, not really a, a typical seventh seed. But I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see, we'll see. I guess we will see, but I'm, I'm very concerned about the, uh, the Grizzlies being able to match last year's uh, advancement to the semifinals. Yeah, especially against a team like the Lakers. And to your point, I think you cannot overlook what it does for Memphis not having Steven Adams, not having Brandon Clark. And the Lakers, with those guys having a couple days in between, they haven't played since Sunday. Of course, that game tonight is on TNT at 7.30. And another game on NBA TV, 9 o'clock, Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. There is another star that is in question. We will get to that right after the break. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Steve Ashburner. And Ash, uh, good slate here tonight. As we mentioned, kicks things off with the Lakers at the Grizzlies. And the Timberwolves will visit the Denver Nuggets for Game 2 of that series at 10 o'clock Eastern on TNT. But in between there, NBA TV, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat. I think everyone just assumed after Miami had played those two play-in games, lost the first, won the second, uh, that this could be an easy route for the Bucks and certainly was not that. Uh, don't count out Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, the rest of them. They end up winning game one at Milwaukee. They will square off again tonight. However, uh, Milwaukee may be without Giannis Dettacumpo. He is doubtful for this one after suffering that back injury. Onto the Kumpo, just right down and drives into love. And, and Giannis, Giannis is hurt. Out. And Giannis. I think he's holding that back. He is. He had left the game, tried to go back in, and, and um, had to exit again in game one. Uh, frame this one up for us. What, you know, Miami Heat, not only with this lead and getting it at Milwaukee, but also the potential of playing this team here tonight without Giannis. Yeah, well, it, um, it it's never pretty if you have to lose your franchise guy. Uh, if he's not available tonight, I mean, that obviously is a big concern for Milwaukee. On the other hand, um, Milwaukee has proven playoff, um, you know, experience. They've got stars, uh, apart from Giannis with Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, um, you know, at one or both ends of the floor. And uh, I think they have a lot of pride that got pretty stung losing that game at home, uh, to open the series. Then you factor in that, that Miami has lost Tyler Her- Hero, um, you know, uh, their most, uh, I'd say potent, uh, offensive player. Uh, he's got a broken hand. He's done, I guess, unless, you know, this thing where the, the Heat somehow made it to the finals. Um, and, and if, the, if it were a game of chess, you'd say, well, if each team could, could knock off the other team's best piece, their queen, um, the Heat would go after Giannis and the Bucks would go after Jimmy Butler, but Hero wouldn't be far behind as a, as a player to take off the board. So I think that between the pride, the anger, the, um, the home court uh, atmosphere and Miami losing Tyler Hero, um, that's going to make Miami vulnerable enough that, you know, Milwaukee can at least get a split at home and push this thing a little deeper. And then at that point now, even if Giannis doesn't play in game two, you know, he's a day-to-day uh, opportunity for Milwaukee. Tyler Hero is not an opportunity at all anymore for uh, Miami. So, um, yeah, I think I think the Bucks are, you know, this is not what they would have envisioned for a first-round series, right? They had the best record in the league. They didn't really get the eighth seed. They got the seventh seed from the regular season. Miami was better than Atlanta, but because of a one-game play-in situation, 
Atlanta flipped ahead of them, grabbed the seventh spot. They're playing Boston. I think I think Milwaukee would have much preferred to take on Atlanta. Uh, with Miami, you get that so-called culture. You get Jimmy Butler, who finally gets serious in the postseason. And you've got Eric Spolster, who's, you know, arguably arguably the best uh, coach in the league. So this is a tough first-round matchup. The good news from Milwaukee is that there was nothing structural, um, nothing on the x-rays. The MRI was clean, I guess, uh, Buddenholzer said. And so it comes down to uh, to back you know, muscles. And um, anybody who's had back spasms know that that can dictate everything. So that's not that's not catching a real break, but it's not as bad as it could have been. They have the ultimate training staff there in Milwaukee. And, uh, you know, we saw Giannis come back from that hyperextended knee in the playoffs of their title run. Um, you know, that was amazing. So if he has anything close to that resiliency still, uh, I don't think he'll be out for long. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. And certainly the East, as we anticipated, what happens here tonight. Uh, Cleveland tied up the series against the Knicks at 1-1 with their win last night. Boston up 2-zip on the Hawks and Philadelphia up 2-0 against uh, the Nets. Real quick, though, Ash, the, all of these injuries, in particular with Ja Morant, uh, with Giannis Adetokounmpo, it's brought up the charge and the rules, regulations yeah. of the charge. If the charge should still be a part of the game, how you may alter some of the rules. Do you have a strong opinion on that <laughs> i do i didn't think i did but after after uh, sunday i all of a sudden realized you know what i am sick and tired of the uh, the charge i mean to me this whole notion that a defender can beat a man to the spot you know it's like is that really defense you're gonna rush over there you're gonna get there in a, a millisecond before him and claim that that's where you are and you don't get to come you know where i'm standing I mean, that to me is like, you know, blog commenters rushing to be first uh, in, in a comment on a blog. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's no more meaningful than that. I mean, and so my thoughts on it, and, you know, I'm hardly a, um, uh, you know, a, a super, uh, you know, expert on basketball X and O's and, and coaching and playing and all that. But um, I've followed this stuff for a long, long time. I've seen the various rules that have been instituted or taken away. Uh, my two things would be expand the uh, restricted area so it covers more of the, the the court where players do go airborne, all right? And 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 the other one would be that a defensive player has to be positioned for, you know, one or two seconds, you know, come up with your, your preference, but you have to be in that spot. That has to be your spot. If you get to defend that and say, by standing here, I am playing defense, you need to have been standing there when the guy is is – you know, uh, trespassing on your spot. And, um, you know, it, it, you have to be there long enough to say, get off my lawn. Ash, we're going to get you on the rules committee. That's next up. <laughs> Add more to your resume. Add more to your to your uh, highly decorated resume. As always, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the game in Memphis here tonight. And Ash, we'll look for all your stuff on NBA.com. Thank you, Sarah. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.